welcome to the Spooky Stoners podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Dina. Thank you for joining us for our 17th episode. On this podcast, we talk about witchy and spooky shit that we talk, that we love to talk about and hopefully you love to listen to. And as the title of our podcast insinuates, we do all this while smoking a little bit of reefer. So buckle up, pumpkin, and let's go. Pumpkin! ah. So, hopefully we sound at least a little bit better uh, because we got mics. Yeah. They were cheap mics on Amazon. So, we'll see how well this works. I just feel very famous with this microphone shoved in my face. Yeah, we literally have it shoved in our face. I feel like I... I feel like also I have no idea how loud or how quiet I talk in real life now because I have a microphone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's really loud or really soft. I have no idea. And it's freaking me out. Like, I, do, I suddenly don't know how to speak anymore because there's a microphone. Mm-hmm. How do I do this? So, use that knob to turn your volume up or down depending on what you need to have done. Because I have no idea how loud we are. But we could also just make this like a Netflix show, how they just like, we'll have a really quiet And then they'll get really loud, like three seconds later. <laughs> just to just really mess with everyone. Because that's more fun. Not for me. I'm wearing the headphones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'm going to go half deaf by the time we're done with this. That's okay. So, if you realized that we were gone last week, sorry. I was on vacation. Yeah. But I have great stories now because I went to St. Augustine with the family. Yay! And you know, St. Augustine is haunted as fuck. And I so went on a ghost tour there one time. Which one did you do? Uh, Ghost of St. Augustine. I don't oh. know. Was it like a walking tour? Yeah, it was a walking tour. Um, But I just remember the girl who was there, she was there in college in the town. And just put over there because I'll be too loud. Thank you. What are you doing? <laughs> trying to inform you that your child was trying to serve you. I was as like, children should. <laughs> Great. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so the girl was there and she was in college and she was, was a great tour guide. I don't remember any of the stories she told me or anything like that. I oh, remember really? being like, she's got a great vibe. I like her. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if I was spooked at all. Probably not. Yeah, we did a. Uh... Um, actually, what we're talking about tonight, the, the uh, St. Augustine Lighthouse, uh, we did uh, the Dark of the Moon tour, which ooh. was awesome, and then um, then we also did this uh, grave and gravestone, wait, ghost and gravestone mm-hmm. tour, which, it was cool, I just thought, oh, um, I just thought it would be like more ghost stories or paranormal stuff, and it was like super... The, the Reddit, nope, I know this word, the Yactrix, oh, there we go, I've yeah. literally been trying to say that word for like three weeks, um, but it was very dramatized, Yeah, like we went into um, the jailhouse and I was like really excited because before we got there we were on the trolley and they played the EMF. Mm-hmm. from the jail and I was like sweet this is gonna be awesome and I got was like kind of getting a little bit nervous too and I was like heck yeah and then we get there and then like they're banging on the doors there's a guy he's an actor it, it was great for what they were going for mm-hmm. um but 
he was like yelling and scaring and it was more of a haunted house than an actual paranormal investigation yeah. or or more more of something like that than you know even just telling ghost stories so i mean it was good for what they were doing it just wasn't what i was expecting i literally thought a, like the walking tour that they do but on a trolley right so that's cool though but i, I have those stories for y'all yay so it's october i don't know if you know i don't know when i'm going to release this episode either. it's going to be in october well it is. it's going to be either tonight october 9th or tomorrow october 10th yeah depending on how motivated i am on that thing and how well this goes because I'm still seeing little lines, and it makes me so nervous. I think it'll be great. And everyone can just turn their volume up. Yeah. Listen closely. Women are speaking. Max volume, y'all. That's what I keep telling my son whenever he interrupts me. I say, stop. Women are speaking. Mm-hmm. Because he needs to learn his place. In yeah. Society. I have no idea what volume I'm supposed to be speaking at. I think it's good. I think okay. it's good. Well, any Google. It's October. I don't know if you know, but it's my month, me specifically, because it's my birthday. Yeah. So it's all about me, as usual, but more so this month, because it's really always all about me. Yes, Miss Gryffindor. it's me. Um, Gryffindor, Texan. Yeah. Full-blown. It's all about me, all the time. There's the scene in Barbie where she goes up and she's like, everyone likes me and thinks I'm really cool, and I'm like, I fully identify with that scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone likes me and thinks I'm really cool and if they don't I just don't talk to them Yeah. so yeah. everyone I know really likes me and thinks I'm really cool mm-hmm. and it's fine just don't talk to people who don't like you and then everyone likes you and thinks you're really cool yes because the opinions of people you don't talk to don't matter good day <laughs> anywho back to October and me mostly October okay. I'm going to do all of my October episodes on Halloween yes. because we can because there's plenty to talk about. Yes. With Halloween. Yes. First, we're going to get into how much I hate the church, as usual. Yeah. Or the history of Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Because you know how I like to go off on my, on my tangents. tangents about how, you know, they just totally stole everything, everything. from us. And now we're getting into, like, the holidays, so we could really discuss it at length. Yes. And enjoy. Get excited. Yep. So a lot of feminine rage. <laughs> so they hit obviously Halloween has been around for ever. Yes. They um what's the word? Anthropologists date it back to about two thousand years ago in what is now Ireland, the Celtic community. Yes. Are who kind of started it with Samhain. Okay, I've heard Samhain. That's how you pronounce that word, S A M H A I N, I believe. Is Samhain is how you say it. I've heard it said that. I way. could be wrong. Who knows? I call it Halloween because I'm from Texas. The oh, what's her name? The cozy, I, cozy witch. Mm-hmm. I forgot. There's another word somewhere there. She t- she calls it Samhain. Okay. Well, that's what the Celts called it as well. And going back to our wheel of the year that we talk about all the time. Yep. Um, this is the end of the harvest. So all of your crops are done. We're about to have our first frost. We know all about these words because we work in horticulture. Yeah. Frost dates, you know. Frost dates. Hardness Know your zone. Know your um, zone, y'all. <laughs> but, yeah. So, it's the end of the year, basically. 
now it's time to put everything to bed and be done. You're done. Mm-hmm. If you have not saved up enough for the winter, that sucks. Yeah. Bummer for you. <laughs> you're going to die. You're going to be cold. But going back to you're going to die. Got it. That's what they think kind of brought on all of the associations with death Okay. for Halloween is because, so all the crops are done, right? Everything's dying, it mm-hmm. looks like. Um, the crops are done. And also, if you did not get enough stuff for the winter, you are going to die. If you did not can. This is your last party, friend. Yep. Like, hope you got you a blankie because it's about to get cold. Got it. That's basically what it is. Really. The pilgrims didn't do that, and then we get Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Native Americans, y'all ever heard of survival of the fittest? Sometimes you can just let nature take its course with people. But they didn't do that, and now here we are. Um, I'm pretty sure you're as European as I am. European. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I so agree. we would not be here. I would be okay with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. If it meant that everything else was undone, too, I'd be mm-hmm. fine with that. I'm a little bit more into self-preservation. Well, we wouldn't know that we wouldn't be here. Because no. we wouldn't be here. We just wouldn't exist. And it would be fine. Yeah. And we wouldn't know. Yeah. Got it. So, that'd be okay with me. If they had just not given them turkey that day. <laughs> like... <laughs> Be like, oh, them white people are all dying over there. Yeah. Let's get back to the house. <laughs> Any hoozles. What was I talking about? Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. It gets cold. It Everything gets cold. Everything dies. Right. Everything dies. And so this festival, this Sabbath, was kind of to celebrate everyone who had died over the last year. Because this is New Year's. Okay. In farmland. In farm in the wheel of the year. This okay. is the new year. Got it. Almanac. Is that the word? No, it's not in. Well, you said farm world, so right. it was like almanac. Yeah, I know big words. In, in agriculture, this is the end of the year. I know we know this because words and I cannot. It's lie. the end of our invoicing time. Yeah, that's why there's all that happening because winter is when you start planning for next year. Got it. Because you should be done. Yeah. So you should be done with this year. By the end of this month. But yet we have two more months. I know. We're just all off schedule. Yeah. Just That's why everyone feels so crazy all the time. Because nobody's paying attention to the wheel of the year. Yeah. It's all just malarkey now. Me and Dina have been like high strung all day. And we're just yeah. like, everything has to get done. Everything has to get done. And we're like, nothing no, no, has to no. get done. Nothing yeah, has to get done. Everything's fine. Everything's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the deal is. It's because we're all off course with the planet. And there's aliens. And there's aliens, always. Anywho. So the Celts, what they would do for their end-of-the-year celebration was because they were kind of entering into this literal dead time of winter, Mm -hmm. they would uh, light fires, big, huge bonfires with herbs, and the druids would do it. Okay. Which is like their shaman. Yeah. Um, And they'd put all the herbs and stuff in there. And what you would do is you and your family would go to the bonfire and, like, party. And sacrifice a child? Not a child, but probably a goat. Okay. Um, A kid. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were sacrificing kids all the time, and we just read it wrong. We're so silly. It's all goats. It's fine. It wasn't humans. It was goats. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Witches don't eat kids. They eat goats. Yeah. And also, euros are delicious, so that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Um. 
But yeah, so you go you go to the party, basically. Got it. Or the religious ceremony. And you would take some of the fire back to your house and light your fire with it that night. Okay. To keep you safe through the long winter. Got it. Which I think is pretty cool, too. And also leads into the Yule law tradition of the solstice Got it. in December. Because everything's about fire mm-hmm. and crops and sex. And sex. Yeah, we'll get to sex once we get to summer. I think we did that already, but we'll do it again next year. No, it's not spring? It's both. Oh, okay. It's really all, everything except for Samhain is about sex. Oh, okay. And Yule. Got it. Yule's not really, everything, yeah. Yule and Samhain are like, hey, we know it's going to be real dark. You need a party? You need a party. You need some cake. <laughs> the sun's not going to be out for like three more days. You want some tea? Like, that's what Yule and Samhain are about. It's very much like, hey, the sun's going away. Are you good? <laughs> if you're not good, you're probably going to die, just so we're clear. Yeah. If you did not prepare, you're going to die. That sucks. But I also learned while I was researching this <clears throat> that the druid herbs that they would put in there would draw a lot of bugs to the fire, mm-hmm. and the bats would swarm them. And so that's why bats are so associated with Halloween. And, and people would get rabies because bats. Well, no, this was back before Okay. Bats were bad bats. Okay. They were just bats. This is before people really even probably They're knew what bats were. They're really flipping cute. They are. I have bat houses out of the house. Oh my gosh. I watch videos of them all the time, and I'm yeah. just like, they're just so cute. And they're little grapes. I've never once ever been attacked by a bat, and I've been around bats all the time. Mm-hmm. I see bats every, not every day, but often. Mm-hmm. At least a few times a week. So, are you ready for the rage? Yes, go. So that's ancient health, right? What we're basing everything off of. Yes. It's solid. And the wheel of the year. And the ancient pagan rituals. Mm-hmm. So, when the Romans took over, as they want to do, they sort of replaced it with their own little harvest stuff, mm-hmm. which included the goddess Pomona of the fruit and trees. And is they brought bobbing for apples. Okay. So. That's fun. I that was her vibe. Apples. That's her goddess vibe. Um, and then they had another festival that also celebrated the dead, the Romans did, in October already. Okay. So, and I always find it interesting that even when you research back to when humans were pretty separate, there are still really common threads. Yeah. Like, in October, we celebrate our dead folks. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know, but everyone does it that way. Yeah. Celtic? Yeah. Mexico? Yep. 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 Exactly. The Spanish? Yep. Sorry. Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Yeah. So that sort of changed how we celebrate when the Romans came. Okay. Evolved. Right. And then a thousand years later, the Catholics arrive on the scene. And of course, they cannot leave well enough alone ever. They just can't have that. You can't just, you know carve a turnip, put a candle in it, and say that you're safe from ghosts. Not going to work. Because the Holy Ghost will get you no matter what. Yeah. Okay? Don't be putting no turnips out, because the Holy Ghost trying to get in. That makes me not want to carve a pumpkin now. Because the Holy Ghost? Yeah. You worry about him? Yeah. Oh. I don't want him to get me. Then you should carve a pumpkin. I'm going to go to hell for that one. <laughs> yeah. I hear my mom, like, cringing right now. So, I actually, I actually found the dude's name. Okay. And it was Pope 
Boniface. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah. From 609 AD, so 1,414 years ago. Okay. He was the man who decided, you know what? You know how we have our All Saints Day where we celebrate our dead in May? We're going to move that to November 1st and take over that holiday. Okay. And so he moved All Saints Day from May 13th, my kid's birthday, mm-hmm. to November 1st. So that, and it became All Hallows Day. And then October 31st became All Hallows Eve. Okay. And then that turned into Halloween. But, like, just, I just love it that this dude literally changed the name of this day 1,500 years ago. And people, you can still find the correct pronunciation of Samhain online. Because people still do Samhain. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, nice try. Good try, Pope Boniface. He just totally like dropped the ball on that one. He just hey, I know. I feel like he probably got bullied a lot. Yeah. And he was, also, he was like, just angry, and so he wanted to ruin everyone's good time. Yeah, he was just mad about his life and uh, tried to take away Halloween from us, but we didn't let him. Got it. So, and then moving on to like America and Halloween. Okay. Um, pink. Uh, I was supposed to say penguins. <laughs> <laughs> No, it wasn't the penguins. Although that's a common misconception. <laughs> you know, them penguins. The pilgrims. <laughs> the pilgrims. No, the pilgrims would never. The pilgrims would never. No? They no. Oh like my gosh, no. They literally burned women at the stake for like a hundred years straight. No. Okay. not the pilgrims. No. Uh, it actually didn't really come over until the potato famine in Ireland. Oh. Which was in, like, I want to say the 40s or the 50s. That's why I'm I can't lose sure. weight, is because the potato famine. Yeah. My body is like, nope, we have to hold on to this fat forever. Because yeah. what if? What if? What the if potato, potato famine? famine? You never know, man. But, so, the Irish, the which are the Celtic descendants, obviously, yeah. um, brought it over mm-hmm. when they had no potatoes. And that's when, like, trick-or-treating took off and jack-o'-lanterns became a thing. Because mm-hmm. they would carve turnips. Got it. And then here, we didn't have turnips. We had pumpkins, so we carved pumpkins. Yeah. And then, um, but it was mostly throughout the South that it really, like, took hold because Southerners are already real superstitious, and they go by the wheel of the year more than people in the North. Oh, they're Yanks? Because they're farmers. Got it. Because, you know, a farmer is going to understand, like, yeah, everything's dying right now. Of course you can talk to the dead. Yeah. Like, that makes perfect sense in farmland. Yeah, well, I was about to be like, well, there's Iowa. But then I was like, no, no, no. I was, Iowa was not a thing back then, was it? Yeah, no, no. No. <laughs> it was the New England area. Yeah. And then the South. Yeah, and I also read, like, 9.6 billion Americans celebrate Halloween. And mm-hmm. it is still not a national holiday. So everyone still has to go to work. Which I think is just rude that the government sucks. Dude, I used to get really mad when I was a kid, and I was like, why Why am I going to school on Halloween? This I actually already took I, the time off. I need time to get in my costume and do my makeup. Thank you. I, I'm off the 27th through November 1st. I know. Because I have things to do. I'm just happy I'm not your, uh, your, uh, I, I'm not covering for you. Oh, yeah, no, I've been covering this other girl, but actually it's her turn. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I'll be off for five days. But I'm actually going to continue talking about Halloween here for the whole month. And next time, I'm going to go over, like, rituals for us to do on Halloween. 
Nice. Because I know that's what y'all want. But I wanted to go over a little bit of, because I like to cover the Sabbath. And this is the biggest one. I keep on thinking, are you saying Sabbath? Like, as in, like. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the same. Um, yeah, it's just a religious day. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I was just like, why are you saying Sabbath? We are not talking about Christianity. Yeah. No. It is. Okay. They stole it. <laughs> they stole it? Christianity stole all of them. Always. Oh, I forget that I need to continue to hold my microphone even though I'm done talking because I have to continue talking. Yeah. But is this the right volume that I talk at? How do I talk? That what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? We love what? Jennifer Lawrence. That's all we can quote now. Oh, my God. We say that at least, like, five times a day to each other. Yeah. What do you mean? Because that's how we feel. Yeah, that's how we feel about everything about at work. work. <laughs> Not just at work. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for something? I'm so excited. Okay. Hold on. Let me get super cozy. Let me put this right here. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let me adjust. Let me get a sip of my drinky drink. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day, back in the 1900s? When we had, like, cable TV and it had commercials, and you could, like, get up and go to the bathroom real quick or go grab you a snack, and you would miss any of your show and you didn't have to, like, pause. Oh, yeah, I do that for Discovery Plus, because I, I get the ads for Discovery Plus. Yeah, and, like, I remember my mom and I, we would put on whatever marathon was running on a Saturday mm-hmm. and just throw it on the TV, and we'd clean during commercials. Yeah. And we'd watch the marathon. Yeah. And it was, like, perfect. We got the whole house cleaned every Saturday. So you can't do that now. I did that when uh, Wendy was a baby, mm-hmm. and I would, like, do that for my mom's house because I was homeless because the ex is something I'm not going to say. Anyway, I was homeless, and so I was staying at my mom's, and I was helping her by cleaning the house and stuff like that, and that's what I, I would watch CSI, and every time there was, an, like, an ad, mm-hmm. a commercial break, I would, like, go clean something real quick, and then as soon as it came back on, I would watch the thing. Yeah. So I've probably seen all of the CSI Las Vegas shows well until grissom leaves then no not so much i don't know what that means it's like the main character of las vegas Mm -hmm. until uh the guy from the good place a good place whatever a good place yeah he took over does that microphone smell good no but i feel like i'm like i don't know i feel very silly but not (laughs) silly awkward awkward yeah that's the word well, I was hoping we could keep these on the stand, but that ain't happening. Anyway, on this smooth, spooky, spooky story. Do, 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 do. Okay, so like I said, I'm doing the St. Augustine Lighthouse, and just like the Pensacola Lighthouse, there was an original lighthouse, and then they rebuilt the lighthouse later at a different location. Is there also a vortex of trap lighthouse keepers? Probably. <gasps> My next note is A. Take that how you want. <laughs> I have no idea what that was A. <laughs> it's the Lighthouse Keeper Union. Yeah. A. After hours. After hours. After life. <laughs> okay. It was originally built out of wood, but then was replaced with Kakona, which is a soft limestone of broken shells. Kokana, Kokana is a big deal in St. Augustine. The fort is built with Kokana. The city is built with it, or the city gates are built with it, and then there's also a couple of houses in the historic district that is made from the stuff. So, like I said, big deal. In 1871, it looked like the lighthouse was going to fall into the ocean due to erosion and all that stuff. So, 
the U.S. Congress approved for the construction of a new lighthouse, which is there today. The lighthouse was completed on October 17th. Nope, not 17th. 15th. <gasps> October 15th, 1874. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah. July happy birthday. Oh, they should celebrate. It's the, it's the day after my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Libra. <laughs> the lighthouse <laughs> is a Libra. You know what? If there is a lighthouse for Vortex, it's probably that one because everyone wants to be around it because it's a Libra. Well, I think I saw somewhere that it's called considered the Mona Lisa of lighthouses. I would not be surprised at all. It's a Libra. Yeah. It's our job to look cute. But that is all the history I'm going to go today, go into today because I want to jump right into the spooky stuff because Yay! just like the Pensacola Lighthouse, St. Augustine Lighthouse is very haunted. The lighthouse has been investigated multiple times by ghost hunters. It was, um, which I, wait, what am I saying? The lighthouse has been investigated multiple times by ghost hunters. It also was investigated by YouTubers Sam and Kobe, which Charlie absolutely loves. She's fangirling majorly. She told me she wanted some merch today. Um, and they're actually doing the Conjuring House, like, soon. Oh and my gosh. And they're staying there for, like, multiple nights. And I was like, y'all crazy. Why would you do that? No. Especially after the Warrens went in there and got everything all riled up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But my favorite people who have investigated is my favorite paranormal duo, Ryan and Shane. I love them. With BuzzFeed and Solve Paranormal. Hey there, demons. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Charlie was more excited to investigate the lighthouse than I was. Because, yes, when we were in St. Augustine, the family went on the Light of the Moon tour, investigated the lighthouse ourselves. And all I can say is it's totally worth it. I don't know where that sentence was going. Because I said yes. Anyway, we investigated. Hey! Hey! <laughs> As you can tell, I totally proofread my stuff. <laughs> Always. Um, and like I said, the tour was totally worth it. The tour guides were amazing and had their own ghost, ghost stories. Nice. And after they walked us around and told us the history of the lighthouse, they let us go do our own investigations. So let's get to the ghost. Yay! The first ghost that I'm going to talk about is Peter Rasmussen. Red, red. Rasmussen. Rasmussen, yes. Okay. Peter was the first, was one of the first lighthouse keepers. He was known for being strict and meticulous. I knew that word was going to get me when I typed it. I was like, but I can say it. Yeah, not after weed. Meticulous when it came to the lighthouse. As St. Augustine became known for being a vacation town due to Henry Morrison Flagler building the Hotel Ponce de Leon, which was a luxury resort. Mm -hmm. They had an indoor pool, by the way. Pretty awesome. Which is also wildly unnecessary in Florida. It was super swanky. There's plenty of heat for an outdoor pool. Yeah. But indoor, because it's a luxury resort. It's bougie. Anyway, while the people were staying at the resort, they would see the lighthouse. And they'd have a boat take them to Anastasia Island to see the lighthouse up close. Peter really didn't like this because he was busy taking care of the uh, taking care of the lighthouse. And then, so, he asked Congress, he's like, hey, can you get me, like, another lighthouse keeper to, like, do, like, all the, like, tourist stuff while I actually take care of it and prevent boats from wrecking? 
like the job that it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, the actual job. And they're like, nah, no can do. So. <laughs> okay, his wife stepped in to help. Because that's what we do. His <laughs> women are better than everyone. I roll. I literally can't even talk about it. <laughs> I'm so mad at society and everything all the time. Okay, so I don't remember her name, but it was something with like an L, so I'm going to go with Lily. Cool. Anyway, Lily showed the tourists around and even showed them their house and had like tea and cookies. So she was really a great host. The best host. I know. I know a lot of hosts. Yeah. You host with the most. Yeah. She, she was the hostess with the mostest. She was the hostess up to the mostest, or up the mostest, or whatever with mostest. the mostest. With the mimosas. Hey, hey. 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 <laughs> I don't drink. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when Lily passed away, Peter retired and moved back up north, and both of their spirits haunt the lighthouse still. If you can tell... Well, yeah, because you get stuck there. If you've ever been a lighthouse keeper, you get stuck in the vortex of lighthouse keepers. That's yeah. shit. Pretty much. I wonder if they have to sign a waiver for that when they sign on. Yeah. Like, you're probably going to get trapped here for eternity. Are you cool with that? Forever. Because literally every lighthouse is haunted by the lighthouse keeper. Yeah. Well, this is, like, only two out of two. That's, like, really taking your work home with you. Oh. Like, to the point where you can't leave when you're dead. I can absolutely leave my job when I'm dead. I don't care. Nope. I don't care when I'm clocked out. Are you? Yeah. Like, like, I'm <laughs> definitely not going to care when I'm dead. Five o'clock? I'm no. clocking out. I don't even know these people. Where do I work? What? <laughs> so you can tell if Lily is around by the smell of orange blossoms. Nice. Uh, Peter is more active than Lily. She doesn't, uh, he doesn't like tourists. Duh. Still. He still, he still doesn't, and especially ones that wear hats. Because um, that's disrespectful. Because that's disrespectful. Yeah. He has a habit of knocking hats off um, if he wears them in the house. People wear hats inside buildings in the South. Every time I see someone with a hat on inside of a building, I'm like, what are you doing? That's yeah. not allowed. Yeah. What are you doing? But you're from Texas where they had cowboy hats on all the time. You did not wear your cowboy hat inside. What do you do if you walk into the grocery store? You take it off and you hold it against your chest. And then you have to, like, what, use one hand to grab yes. all the cans of soup? Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, no. You could maybe set it down in the cart in the, like, children's seat if you didn't have a child. You do not wear it around inside. Oh, my gosh, no. Okay. If you ever see a cowboy wearing a hat inside, he's not a real cowboy. Okay. Not around your partner. In a bar? No. No. I've totally seen cowboys wear hats Then they are not bars. cowboys. Okay. <laughs> they are not. Okay. No. A real cowboy would never. Um, oh my gosh. The audacity. <laughs> Peter, our person, who obviously was a cowboy, a real cowboy, <sighs> he is the most aggressive out of all the ghosts. He kind of chills in the basement, and he actually has a chair. And if you sit in his chair, he will knock you out, he will scratch you, he will burn you, he will... Like, people have said they have felt him grab them, and yangle them out of the chair. That's aggressive. Super aggressive. Um, you can also tell if he is around because of the smell of cherry tobacco smoke. Mm. Now, Lily didn't let Peter, Peter smoke inside the house because they never knew when someone was going to knock on their door and be like, give us a tour of your house. 
Yeah. So she made him smoke in the basement or uh, the garden next to the house. If you're looking for Peter, these are some of the places you can find him. But mainly the ba- the basement. Are they sure it's Peter in the basement? That sounds really aggressive for a dude who is just like, make sure this light is operating at all times. I think, I think it's aggressive because he doesn't like tourists and who are the one and only people who go to the lighthouse is tourists. Yeah, that's true now. All the time, 24-7, even mm-hmm. at night, at the stores. There are so functioning lighthouses. Yeah, I mean, this one is a functioning lighthouse, and I think Pensacola is a functioning lighthouse. They just don't have lighthouse keepers. It's the Coast Guard who takes care of it, and it's all automated now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like that's, that's why they're all trapped there is because they don't understand that it's automated and they're all stuck at work because no one has come to relieve them. Maybe. There's not a living lighthouse keeper here. What are y'all doing? Yes. They're all like, oh yeah. my God, who, who's running this place? You're abandoning your post. So we have to stay here till forever. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Sorry. I just went off on a tangent there. So while I was investigating the lighthouse, I was chilling on the side garden to see if I could get any signals with my EMF meter. Um, And then I started smelling orange blossoms. So I started to take pictures around all the areas, and I didn't see anything. Hmm. So take that how you want. Maybe Lily was just hanging out nearby, wanting to be a gorgeous hostel. Or maybe... Her husband was like, stop! Stop being nice to them! Maybe. Get in the house. <laughs> You're ripping me off. Now, our next lighthouse tower couple is Joseph Andrew. Mm-hmm. It's spelled A-N-D-R-E-U. Okay. But it's Andrew. And his wife, Maria. Joseph was the fourth light- lighthouse keeper. and He died in 1859 when while he was whitewashing the lighthouse, he fell off, or the scaffold broke. He mm-hmm. fell. He fell. He bounced off off of the roof to the oil room and then fell on the ground and died. Oh. And we know this because it's in his obituary. That's, oh my gosh. Like, isn't that so extra? Anyway. Distraught from her husband's death, Maria runs up to the lighthouse and questions the boy. She yells to the boy. That's what I was saying. I skipped a line. Oh. I really need to be better at like figuring out my <laughs> Maybe I need to put like spacism. I don't know. Anyway. She runs up to the, the top of the lighthouse and yells in to the boy, what shall I do? Because, you know, single women in the 1800s. What else are you going to do but run up to the top of a lighthouse and holler, <laughs> what should I do? Um, this, so... The wind responds to her, and it's in the voice of Joseph, saying, Tend to the light. Ah. So that's what she does. And she did until 1862, and I think that's when the Civil War happened. And so she kind of, like, did her due diligence and, like, hid the actual lamp. Uh-huh. And then she, like, peaced out. Yeah. She was like, nope, I'm not staying here. Um, so you can hear Joseph walking up and down the lighthouse stairs and whistling. Um, because lighthouse keepers, it wasn't, like, electronics or anything, electronics, electric or anything. Yeah. So, like, they had to take, like, pails of oil yeah. up to the top. Right. Multiple times a night. Man. And so. Can you imagine the booties on them people? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They must have, like, you must have been able to tell a lighthouse keeper, like, you can tell a dancer. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. 
That's a lighthouse keeper. Look at that dog. Yeah, because it's 219 steps. Yeah, look at that booty. Yeah. He must have biceps, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, ye old lumberjack. Lighthouse oh. keeper. Wait, did I send you that TikTok? No. Oh, my gosh. You should. It was like... I don't know what it is, but I want to see it now. It was like a girl who was like, when your dating apps are not working, go to a lumberjack roll, uh, show. Oh, and yeah. Then, you did send me that. Oh. That looks funny, yeah. 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 Oh, I was wondering. I was like, we can chop all the wood. Oh, we better go check that out. Mm-hmm. We better go see. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really enriching for me culturally to go and see who can chop the most wood. Yeah. Because how much wood would a woodchuck chuck? How much wood would a lumberjack chuck? I don't know. Would he chuck me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in due time. In due time. Yeah. Oh, um, Ghost Hunters believed I caught him on camera. Ghost Hunters had a camera pointing up the stairs to the top of the lighthouse and caught a shadow looking over the rail and then, like, pulling back. Ooh? Yeah. And this See, was- that would, I think that would creep me out more than, like, a full-person apparition. Mm-hmm. Like, something just, like, peeking at me. I'd be like, no, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding from me? That happens, like, all the time. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many shows I've seen, and, like, it's it's ghosts peeking around a corner. Yeah, and it's like, no, what are you creeping? You're, now you're being creepy. Because, like, if a real human did that, that would be creepy. Yeah. But, like, a okay. real human just walking out into plain view and staring at me is a lot less creepy. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, like, yeah. a peek? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm also a mom, so maybe that's part of it, too. What are you hiding yeah. Come well, out here. <laughs> well, this will make you feel a little bit better, because Maria shows up in a full-body apparition on the top of the lighthouse as a lady in white. Yes, as she should. She she, she is, is the light now. Yep. Aww. <laughs> That's sweet. That's like the two sunflowers. Yeah. That's like, you're my sunshine, bro. 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 <laughs> so she's also been seen in the woods around the lighthouse. Um, a tourist was exploring the woods and got lost when a lady in period period clothing showed up and helped them find their way back to the gift shop. The whole time the lady was talking about the history of the lighthouse and was answering questions. The tourist went to the gift shop and told one of the volunteers that the reenactor was just such a grateful help. And side note, there has never been reenactors at the lighthouse. See, I think that's the kind of ghost experience we all want. Yes. It's like you just end up having a full conversation and then everyone around you is like, what? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. So it was just chill. Just chill with the ghost for a minute. I didn't even know what was happening until later. Yeah, exactly. That's why I tell you, I'm like, no one's home. If you hear a voice, save it for the uh-huh. podcast. <laughs> no, I haven't heard any voices from your house since that one day. That was really? very scary. <laughs> Um, but th- supposedly this happens a lot because, uh, the volunteer is like, oh yeah, that's Maria. She's great. Oh. So like, even the volunteer wasn't surprised that like, that a reenactor quote yeah. was helping, you know, tourists not get lost in the woods. Interesting. So Maria is also known, uh, for helping people go up the stairs to the lighthouse when people are having trouble climbing up the stairs because like I said, it's 219 steps. Yeah. They can feel a hand on the back to help them support. Aww. And even some people have, like, started falling down the stairs. And she's caught. Yeah, and they ca- got caught. Aww. And then, like, their EMF meter goes off. 
That's nice of her. I know she's 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 my well, no mind. I have another favorite, oh. but she's she's great. She's she is a class act. Yeah, I like Maria. Um, we solve a problem like Maria. <laughs> On our last lighthouse keeper of this episode, Major William Harnes. He was the lighthouse keeper from 1875 to 1884. He ended up dying from malaria and tuberculosis ah, while tending the lighthouse. And that sucks. From, I heard today when I was going over the BuzzFeed Paranormal with Shane and Ryan that he got the tuberculosis from, like, while he was fighting in the Civil War. Oh. So, like, he fought the Civil War, got tuberculosis, and was like, you know, lighthouse. Because if I die there, I get to haunt it forever. Yeah, apparently, I think... I think they must have told them. Maybe. Like, I just, I find that very odd that they're all haunted. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he gets upset when you don't say major. But he doesn't touch you, from my, my, my understanding. Mm. There was one tour guide that was telling the story of William Harnes, Harnes, um, in the living room when the rocking chair started to rock. As she continues to tell the story, it starts rocking harder. And she finally looks at the chair and says, stop it. <laughs> stop it right there. Um, and at this point, he is rocking. Oh, wait. Blah, 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 blah. At which point, the, not he, rocking chair stopped. Mm-hmm. When she asked another volunteer what she did wrong, it came out that she didn't use the title when addressing him. So Major William Harms was showing his displeasure. Uh, you can also hear That's him. such a major thing to do, too, if you know, like, the rankings in the military. Majors are so weird about that kind Because, like, my grandfather was a command sergeant major, so, like, yeah. ten times more than that. He does not care. Yeah. He's like, you can call him Pat, Seth. <laughs> yeah. Like, but majors. Yeah. Better call him major. Yep. Okay. Pretty much. Or he will show his displeasure. I outrank you, but okay. I could go in there and get that guy so riled up. Yeah. Well, it's easy to rile up military. <laughs> well, uh, Sam and Colby, they tried. They tried to rile him up and oh, they yeah. didn't get anything. Oh. They did get some steps by the end of the night, but like, it was that or it was one of the other ghosts they were trying to figure out. Um, but you can also hear him coughing upstairs. People have seen in front of their eyes a indention in the couch and hear a sigh of relief as if Major William Harnes has just finished his daily work and is sitting down to rest. So. So. Let that man be. I know. He can't even leave his job. No. Nope. Ever. Nope. For all of eternity. But you also hear, like, steps to the house, too. Yeah. He's doing stuff. And there's also. to do. I was about to say, he's got a life to live, but he doesn't. No, he has an life to live. Yeah, he's got an eternity of lighthousing to do. Yep. Hmm. As well, he's still coughing from tuberculosis. Yeah. That sounds horrible, actually. I really hate coughing. I know, and all those steps and malaria. Yeah. Though, I don't remember where I saw this. I'm surprised that they let him become a lighthouse keeper with tuberculosis. Well. I guess there wasn't, like, a physical you had to pass. I guess not. I guess if you lift 50 pounds. Well, I guess as long as you can do the job, it's fine. I wonder... Hmm. I have no idea. This is the story. This is what I've been handed. This is what I'm feeding you guys. Go with it. <laughs> I just... My brain thinks weird thoughts. Like, I wonder how many days off you could have as a leg housekeeper that you'd probably be fine. 
Like, there's probably not a ship coming. That's that. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, do you get to go on family vacations? Do you get PTO? Yeah. Like, like, is it like, look, we have no ships coming in on Tuesday. You can take the day off. Like, is there a harbor master? I don't know. Talking to you? Like, hey, on Thursday, you don't need to light the lighthouse. Or is the lighthouse keeper the harbor? Harbor. Harbor. Yeah, is he in charge of when all of that stuff comes in? I have Is no he idea. keeping track of shipments? I mean, obviously, we have to pay attention to the weather. Yeah. But, like, on a perfectly sunny day with a full moon that night, do you need to light that thing? Probably not. Probably. Because you have to, like, still, like, not hit the rocks. Yeah. But also, at some point, what's the captain of the ship for? Do your job, man. <laughs> this take is the lighthouse. Take a peek <laughs> Yeah, true. This is the lighthouse. Okay. Kind of stuff. But legit, ships still fucking wreck. Right, exactly. Remember that one that, like, landed on its side and, like, a crap load of people died because the captain was just like, do 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 Yeah, I mean, literally, was it, it was a few years ago now, but, like, just in the last five years, there was one that was stuck in a canal in Egypt. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, like, turned it sideways on accident in the middle of the canal. Oh, no, I think that was, like, 2020 because everyone was freaking was out. Yes. Yeah. I, because everyone was freaking out because they're like, um, everything is already to crap and we still need our fucking toilet paper and now it's fucking stuck. Yeah, and, and was, like, no one can go through. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that still happens. So, I feel like, you know. So, yeah, you can't trust it. You have to have a lighthouse. Yeah, okay. Lighthouse Where was the lighthouse keeper there? I don't think there's lighthouse. I don't think there's lighthouse keepers. Is there. it Egypt or is it Saudi Arabia? I don't. Know. I mean, Egypt is. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was like the Panama Canal. No, it wasn't the Pan. It was the Suez. I think it was over there. I don't know. Over there. Okay, yeah, over there. Anyway, so instead of having to go around the bottom of Africa, they could go through that way. Okay. At the top. Okay. Through that little canal, except. Not when there's a ship lodged in there a long way. Well, you know, there's not ghosts on that ship that I know of, so I'm going to give it back to the story. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a good point. Not to be rude or anything, but let's talk about ghosts. Yes. And not ships, because we don't know anything about ships. That's true. Yeah. We don't even know where the ship is. That's crashed. why we have gotten off on this tangent, is because we're like, so let's talk about maritime law and how all of that works. <laughs> we have no idea. How do they idea. coordinate these ships? We don't need to know. But. We, we don't need to what I do know about is this final group of pines. So when the new lighthouse was being built, Hezekiah Petty, Pity was hired to help build the lighthouse. He lived on the property with his wife and their five children. Oh, now this was an house. this was an active construction site with all the bells and whistles, including a railway cart mm-hmm. to move supplies from ships to the construction site. And five children. And five children. And the children loved to ride in the railway cart as a pastime. Even though Obviously. their parents told them, hey, don't be doing this. They don't care. No. Nope. children. Nope. So on July 10th, 1873, the three petty sisters, Mary, 15, Eliza, 13, Carrie, 4, along with a friend, 10, uh, got in the cart and rode it down the hill. However, there's multiple stories of this. However, the wooden board that stopped the cart was going into the water was not in place. And the cart fell into the water and flipped over, preventing the girls from getting out. Mm-hmm. They were trapped. Right. Uh, construction workers saw this happen and dived in to try and save the girls, sadly only being able to save Carrie, who was the four-year-old. Oh. So, three girls ended up dying. Oh my goodness <clears throat> gracious. 
Now, even though this was a tragic end to these young girls' lives, these girls know how to fun have fun in the afterlife. Nice. Because they are the most active in the whole like house party. And these girls are pranksters. Nice. But before I get to the pranks, we'll go with one of the stories that's not quite a, well, I mean, I guess it could be a practical joke. And you'd be okay with it because it's a full apparition. Nice. Not a sneaky little shadow. Yeah, good. I think that's what it is. So a local man uh, in the 1960s says he woke up one night with a small girl standing by his bed. As he blinked his eyes to look at her, she disappeared. Dun, dun, dun. But Where you, was he? Just at his house? No, he was in, he was in the lighthouse. Oh, okay. Because there was multiple lighthouse keepers who were like, I'm not going to stay there because that place is haunted. Uh, so they rented it out. So, like, this guy, I think he did leather work uh-huh. in, in the city. And so he just rented the lighthouse keeper's house. And it was, like, even a duplex. So, like, you could rent it out to two different people. Huh. Um, the girls have been heard giggling at the top of the lighthouse. And then also in the woods. Um, when they were investigating the lighthouse, Sam and Kobe played hide-and-seek with the girls in the basement. And when Kobe or Sam would find them, the girls would tap on uh, their EMF detector. Mm-hmm. And they got a lot of activity this way. Like, they looked under the stairs. There was, like, a little corner. Like, it was, like, going off like crazy. That's funny. Um, the Petty sisters also liked to tie people's shoes together as a prank. That's funny. So, your shoes will be tied. You will be... You know, just chilling, talking, doing your own thing. And then all of a sudden, you'll go to walk and, oops, your shoes got tied together. That must be an insurance nightmare. Oh, yeah. In or a lighthouse? You're opening up for tourists with 219 steps, and also there are ghosts that may or may not tie their shoelaces together. But at the same time, you have Maria there holding you up. Yeah, that's true. Thank goodness for Maria. Maria's being a good mom. She's like, nope. Yeah. I got you. So when you go on the Dark of the Moon tour, they give you glow stick necklaces, and the girls love to play with these. They have a habit of pulling the glow stick off the necklace, tossing it across the room. There was even a tour guide who, while he was talking, the glow stick, like, levitated in front of his face. So they love the glow sticks. They think it's so cool, probably. Because you have to think, like, these are kids are from, like, the 1800s. Yeah. They don't know what a fucking glow stick is. Oh my gosh, you should go in there and just sit there and watch Instagram reels with them. Oh my gosh. You're like, yo, y'all come here. Watch this. You want to listen to Taylor Swift? Yeah, Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh, I bet they love her. And yeah. you're like, what? Karma is my boyfriend. Because <laughs> I've never had one. Yeah, and also the girls do show up um, as a full body apparition with Maria. So you'll see them both together. Okay. So I like to think that Maria is the substitute mom for them, which I love. Yeah. It just makes their afterlife just a little bit better. Yeah, and I mean, that's lonely. Well, I mean, they're stuck in a lighthouse with everyone who ever worked at a lighthouse. Yeah. <gasps> Can they go from lighthouse to lighthouse? What if it's actually just, like, the cushiest afterlife? Maybe. Because you can go to all the lighthouses, so you're just always on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Now, when I was visiting the paranormal shop off of St. George Street, because it was a really cool shop there, mm-hmm. um, the staff was telling me about how the girls like to hang out at the park across the street from the lighthouse, which kind of makes more sense because... It's closer to the water. Yeah. So it's like the lighthouse, there's a road. Also, when you were a teenage girl, you liked to hang out at the park across the street, too. Yeah, sure. Any park across the street. Neighborhood. We park. all know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where sure. you met the teenage boys. 
Well, there's no teenage boys there. It's just the that four you of know them. Of. Three of them. Maybe there's a teenage boy from a shipwreck. Maybe. Ooh, we got a little afterlife spicy drama. <laughs> but it's also, um, so it's the road, it's the park, and then it's like a marina. Mm-hmm. And the light, the old lighthouse is like right there, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, what they were doing, the paranormal people, they were, um, they were over there investigating when swings started to move. And when they asked the Petty Sixers, um, if this is you, the swing swung harder. So they took a picture of the swings and got a picture of one of the girls swinging. Ooh. Yeah, they showed it to me. It was really awesome. Also, I'm also going to have to buy, like, all my equipment and everything from them. Um, and, uh, yeah, they also do pub crawls, like, haunted pub crawls. Oh. That I'm doing that next time we go in town. That would be fun. So, like I said, the girls know how to make the most of the afterlife. And that's all the ghosts I have, even though I heard that there's 14 ghosts there. And I oh only did 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. I just, I really want to look more into this whole lighthouse situation. Because I feel like it's not talked about enough. And it needs to be talked about more. What's going on? So, when Ryan was in the lighthouse, because he was freaking out, that, by the way, me and Dina were talking about this while we were smoking our joint pre-gaming for this podcast. We were, I was talking about, like, Ryan's really bad. Like, I'm scared. But, like, Ryan was, like, almost in tears in that lighthouse when yeah. he was doing that investigation. But while he was, like, of course, he also does, like, the spirit box, which is really flipping loud. Yeah. So, that probably, like, brings up, like, even Shane was, like, I don't like the spirit box. Yeah. But um, as he was, like, still in the lighthouse, he got the spirit box to say Eliza. And he's like, is this Eliza? So, that's cool. Yes. But he was, like, freaking out, like, majorly. Like, he looked like he was almost in tears by the time he got out of the lighthouse. See, I don't, and, like, I just feel so jaded about ghosts. Because I'm very much of the opinion, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You don't even have enough energy to, like... Well, supposedly Peter will scratch you and burn you and yeah, okay, yeah, drag you out what of this chair. Do? I can breathe. Ha! Like you know what you know what I can do with my breathing? Yell. You know what else I can do with my breathing? Exercise you. Like you're gonna make him exercise? Don't you put him on a treadmill? Yeah, treadmill? I will. Fatty McFat goes. <laughs> Lift some weights. Yeah. Like he can't even do that. So like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I I'm a big fan of the whole like. If you don't pay no bills here, you don't get to slam doors, ghost. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. You get out of my house. Yeah. Unless you're cool. Like, Maria could stay. That'd be fine. Maria but is the best. We're not burning nobody. Mm-hmm. We're not burning nobody. And yeah. I wouldn't allow a normal human to do that either. So. Yeah. If I wouldn't accept it from a people people, I'm not going to accept it from a dead people. <laughs> Would you let the girls tie your shoes together? No. Your the, girls? No, like the petty girls. Oh, yeah, no, I would not. Yeah. That would be a problem, too. I have to insure these tourists. <laughs> and that's expensive. And I can't have people busting their asses every five minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they bust their, their ass together. on their own. Well, yeah, but that's their problem. Not because of my ghost. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again for listening to our episode. We release a new one every Monday, so hit that dispensary and meet us back here next week for more spooky and witchy shit. In the meantime, check out our Instagram for Spooky Stoners Podcast. 
That is stoners with three Z's. If you would like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story, or if there's a subject you would like us to cover, you can email us at the spooky stoners podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is stoners with three Z's. So we will see you next Monday. And in the meantime, keep smoking spooky stoners. That's a lot of alliteration right there. We'll have to change it. We'll stop it. <laughs>